Hey everybody, welcome back to your favorite travel podcast, Amazing Adventures with David and Nicole. Now, the last episode was not quite a travel podcast, and unfortunately, this one won't really be either, kind of. We're going to talk a little bit about Barbados, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines, but uh, if you have not listened to the last episode about David and Nicole's wedding, stop right now, go back, and listen, because you need to hear that episode first before you hear this one. Because this is a uh, pretty awesome story. All right, we'll just kick it off there. David, take right. it away. Well, thanks, Josh. So again, as he said, if you haven't heard the wedding story, go listen to it. But if you're listening now, you have heard the wedding story. And I think that one thing that jumps out at people about our wedding story is that um, neither one of us was really given the chance. Um, you know, a mother could never say no to her allegedly dying child um, for any wish he had. So, you know, Nicole had less of a choice to make, but I had a choice to make. I did not have to agree to go through with the wedding like I did, but I did. I loved Nicole and it, my love for her it didn't need a, a marriage, didn't need that validation. Um, and when my children backed me up, you know, it was all I needed to know. And then with everything that's come through with us in our lives since then, you know, I've never once in a single second thought I should have just said no back in February of 16. A real quick, quick backstory of my life is there have been numerous times in my life where I've had what seemed to be a really important decision to make, but the truth of the matter was that the decision wasn't really mine to make. It was made for me by other factors, whether it was pending unemployment or bosses who knew better than I did telling me that my choice didn't matter because they were going to terminate my employment if I didn't take the new job I was being offered. Um, I was a sitting judge. I was voted out of office. That wasn't something I chose to do. Wound up being one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Um, and it's, it is a recurring theme in my life going back many, many years. And so sure enough, you know, the wedding story was just another piece of the puzzle of my life where I, I didn't really choose to marry Nicole. She, um, had a dying son who made a request, and I'm not the kind of person that doesn't take that seriously. Now, David, I'm going to stop you right there because all of the choices that you haven't made, there's one choice that we have made today, and we failed to already introduce them. Today, with us on the podcast, joining, we have the Brits, Ian and Sahara. Ian and Sahara from the UK. Sahara is technically Welsh. Um, but they, we call them the Brits lovingly, and we met them about a year ago on a podcast to be named later on our 2022 Christmas trip. We went aboard the Royal Clipper for the Windward Caribbean cruise, and we met them. We became so close that we ended up having the opportunity not just to get together again this year for Christmas, um, but we're going to London in May for Nicole's 50th birthday celebration, and they're our hosts for that. Um, so in any event... You know, marriage, you know, married couples, no one's going to sit here and tell you every day is a picnic and there's never a dark cloud. There have been times over the years where Nicole or I, you know, the thought has come up that, well, we didn't choose to get married and maybe you would have done it differently, you know, but we always come through it and it's never been a thought. Um, and Nicole's not the girliest of girls and it never really, she never really ever expressed any, you know, issues about whatnot, but I, I picked up on it and also felt myself that at some point in time in my life, I thought it was important that she know that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with her, whether she likes it or not. <laughs> um, but by my choice. Um, 
So I'd been thinking about this for a long time. I, I couldn't tell you years, months, whatever it was. And then after meeting Ian and Sahara last year on our cruise, and um, Sahara put it out there that they were going back to Barbados. And I say back because our cruise sailed out of and back into Barbados. So that's where we all went and stayed the night before. We sailed out of there. We sailed back to there. Last year, Nicole and I were there for New Year's Eve. Um, Ian and Sahara, that was your honeymoon. honeymoon. And they were getting an Airbnb in Barbados this year at Christmas time. And they invited us to take their extra room if we could get ourselves to Barbados. And in spite of the crazy trips and travel we had planned, we thought, well, this sounds like a grand idea. Um, so sometime several months back, we have a little uh, conversation group, both uh, the four of us and then the girls and me and Ian. Um, and I decided that not only did I want to convey to Nicole that I wanted to be married to her, that it was my choice, but I wanted to do it in a special way. We're not a normal couple. We're not a bland or vanilla couple. Um, people appreciate, you know, our, hopefully our travel, and that's why you're listening. And I wanted to make it really special. So two things happened. One is I kind of reached out to Ian and I said, I want you to know I'm actually thinking of buying Nicole a ring and proposing to her when we're in Barbados. And to this man's credit, he never questioned what that meant. Thinking, <laughs> thinking we were already married. It was, it was rather encrypted. <laughs> I want to do something special for Nicole. Yeah. Well, at this point, all Ian knows is I'm a collectible, and he's asking me. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> collectibles. Yeah. Our British collectibles. So uh, that was part one, but and then part two was, I can't remember a pod where we've discussed this, but my crazy, how do we get there from here? Once we were locked into Barbados and we knew we were going to spend a week there, one day I brought up on Google Maps Barbados and I just slowly started hitting the plus button or the minus button to expand. I was thinking, well, where could we go from Barbados that would be close for a day trip or something? And as we expanded, we hit St. Vincent and the Grenadines, which is a series of how many islands? It's dozens yeah. of islands. Four archipelago, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, the Tobago Keys is part of it. Right. Yeah. The Tobago Keys. And so I said to Nicole, I said, hey, if we're going to be there for like six days, you know, there's maybe we could take a day trip to uh, somewhere. How about... San so, of course, Nicole, the researcher, does the research and says, oh, well, there's an airline that flies out of Barbados. Oh, at first, no. You put it on Facebook that we should go... <laughs> To St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Yeah, I was just about to say, every other story that David tells, David presents the opportunity, and yeah. Nicole's like, no, we're and not I doing that. there was someone else <laughs> who uh, jumped right on that idea. Yeah, I went, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> Nicole, get it done. Yeah, Nicole, Nicole, can you sort that out? Because we could do it. And then she continued to badger me yeah. on uh, WhatsApp for No, I have months. to know, did, did you ever try to stop Sahara because Nicole always tries to stop David she's like no we can't do that I was completely oblivious to what was going on <laughs> <laughs> all the said oh um, so when we're in Barbados we're actually going to be going on a speedboat for two days and staying in a hotel somewhere called the Grenadines is that okay you went how much is that actually going to cost <laughs> what, and then that was the end of that so the more and more, so then Nicole starts doing the research, as, as you've alluded to, right? 
So I have always been a pirate. Um, my whole life I've been a pirate in, in reality and in, in name. In fact, my high school mascot was the Pirates. And um, I loved the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. It was a very big bond between me and my son. And Nicole started doing some research, and lo and, lo and behold, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, was filmed almost uh, extort, uh, predominantly in St. Vincent and in that area. Um, they used different islands. And so Nicole started doing research and she found the hotel and she found a, a company where the owner of the company actually studied in Tufts at Tufts in uh, the U.S. And he got us a crew. And so we had a speedboat for two days and a hotel room. And we were going to go up and down the coast of uh, St. Vincent and check out a couple other islands in the Grenadines and see places that were in the Pirates movies. Um, and... It, it started to come together for me that the best way for me to give Nicole a proposal that would mean have meaning to her would be to do it uh, on a boat in the Caribbean and maybe particularly in a very specific kind of place location. I was very vague in my head about it and I was very vague outwardly about it because you can't pull anything off on Nicole. You cannot trick her. She's too smart. She's too alert. She asked too many questions. And so I really wanted to keep it vague in my own head, which was torture for poor Sahara. Um, <laughs> and another thing was important is Nicole's not materialistic. And I knew like, it's not going to be a diamond. It's not going to be an engagement ring. It's not going to be a lot of money. It needs to be something that's, that matters and is significant to her. And over the course of the last several months, it came to me that the perfect uh, thing to do would be to get her I was calling, saying a sapphire, but what I wanted was a blue gem, um, because blue's our color. Blue's our, you know, it's our go-to color. She looks incredible in blue. She's got the most beautiful blue eyes, and I thought that y'all love to see the blue ocean. Uh, and we love the blue ocean. And I thought, and at the times that she's been most touched by what we've seen in front of our us when we're in the oceans, it's the water. And when it's the blues and the different, those really like. You, you can just see the life coming out of her when she witnesses that. So I knew it was going to be blue. And so um, I didn't say or do anything else about this until December. And then we got there and I had one opportunity um, to let uh, Ian and Sahara know there was one opportunity where Nicole was doing something. She might have been in the shower. Maybe it was when she walked to the store. But I said, this is what I want to do. Now, there was a, a, a they had a planned event. Uh, the dresses. Yeah. And there was, so was it Saturday? What was the Saturday, wasn't it? Right, it was Saturday. Yeah. So there was, on Saturday afternoon, they were going to do a special photo shoot with these windblown dresses. It's a really big deal. They both look fantastic. Incredible pictures. By the way, we'll plug it right now. If y'all want to see all the pictures from these trips, please go to the Facebook page, Amazing Adventures. Who was yeah. that? Because they, these are all on there. Who was the, pers- the, the lady with the dresses? It was, her name was Sion, wasn't it? Yeah, it's all Barbados for travelers. They were really, really cool pictures. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where... dresses of Barbados. They have a website. So they had already been doing some jewelry shopping of their own for their own reasons. And I said, this is what I'm thinking of. And in my mind, my thought process was when they... I was not doing jewelry. No, it was me. Ian and Sahar. I bought bought it. And Ian said, well, we've got a jeweler. I was like, okay, well, maybe you could discreetly send the word that I'm looking for something in this nature, in this price range, nothing too outlandish or extravagant, but... I know what I want. And um, I thought that when they were doing their dresses and Nicole thought that Nia and I were sitting at the bar getting drunk, which wound up being what actually happened, but that they that that's when that Nia and I would slip away and get to a, a jewelry 
jewelers and um, I'd find what I was looking for. But I was but probably... But you and Ian's at, at the bar getting a carry... The bartender was serving. But you that's because <laughs> they had already, <laughs> on my behalf, it was already sorted. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, came up first. Sahara came up with a tricky way to figure out the size of the ring that was needed. Yeah. So, um, and Nicole had, had alluded to the fact that their wedding rings didn't cost a lot because of the wedding and right. how quick it had been, etc. And I went, oh, well, that's a really good idea because my rings are really expensive and I'd like a more reasonable wedding ring to travel so I said can I, can I try that on that's really nice I like that where did you get it from oh Amazon so I took all my rings off tried Nicole's on so I knew exactly what size the engagement ring needed to be now are you all the same size no. no. Okay. But, I but tried you to, could tell the size. I tried to arrange it. Yeah. Okay. And then I did say, I said, oh, what's the, what size is that in like US then? Because US and yeah. UK sizes are different. And so she actually told me what the size was. <laughs> yeah. her, her fingers are smaller. Tiny. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there inside dying finger and Nicole's just figured everything out. You know, you give her one clue and she knows what's in the envelope on, on that board game. But, well, the good uh, news was though she had dropped you at a bar and this Not was when so- this conversation. Oh, okay, no, okay. No. I was going to say because Sahara was, was the one doing the talking, so it's less. less this triggering. was this was the prep work. So yeah. um, I thought we were going to go looking, and then they had to go look. Something happened with a bracelet of Sahara's, and so they were like, "Well, we're going to go and whatnot." And uh, now Sahara did something really happen with the bracelet. It did. We <laughs> bought, Ian bought me a bracelet on our honeymoon um, in Barbados, and I, unfortunately, it snapped. Um, which is one of the reasons we obviously had to go back to Barbados. No, it wasn't really. But we were. We That's right. We, David's got to go back to what was it? Uh, Turks and Caicos for deodorant. So yeah. Yes. Going, <laughs> going back for, to Barbados for a bracelet's not that bad. So yeah. whilst we were at the jewelers, Dave just said, "Oh, you know, just have a look." And I said, "Well, do you want us to then go proxy shopping?" Which I quite like spending somebody else's money. <laughs> Great. So then we we started sending pictures back from the jewelers. And I had managed to slide in my credit card and said, look, if we, you send me something and it fits right and looks good, if whatnot, just in case you're ready. Dave but said this is the maximum. I, yeah. I still expected that we would probably go back later that afternoon when they were doing the dress photo shoot and we would finish our half of the... Sorry, Ian, he hasn't seen the credit card statement yet. Y'all will be back in the UK before. <laughs> well, that was not even a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, folks, if you want someone to buy you jewelry in another <laughs> land, come find Ian from uh, London. I mean, uh, England. Uh, UK. Just go, just go to Shropshire. England and say, are you Ian? Yeah, just ask for Ian. He'll get you a great <laughs> deal. Um, but so what was funny was they sent first the first picture they sent, what I knew was no. no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. That is not it. I need something that is almost completely they had a very limited plain, choice, square, and blue is yeah. is what I was envisioning. Um, and then they sent another picture, but I wasn't near my phone. And so they were just sitting there in the jewelry shop wondering if I'd ever go look at the phone again. I said to I sent you a message. You know, I said, Dave, there's nothing here. We're going to head off to Lime Grove. We're going to go to another jeweler's. I thought I had enough time to take a shower and to keep Nicole distracted. This was going, they were like on a mission. So eventually I came around and I got my phone and I well, saw. it started ringing. Yeah, it started ringing and I couldn't answer the phone. So how am I supposed to answer the phone in front of Nicole and say, I can't talk to you about this now? And Nicole, what can you not talk to him about now? You know, <laughs> there, I, there's, I take no chances with her, um, which he found out when he came back. But, um. They sent the second picture from the second shop, and I said, oh. No. 
I said, and you said that you said it was a little bit more than what I had said I wanted to spend. And I mm. said, all right, I'm willing to go up to here. And the message came back to the effect of, well, that's what it is. Mm. And yet they got me 15% off of that. I said, okay, get it. So they got the ring for me without my having to be there, without my having to run the risk of Nicole finding out what was happening. And they got back to the Airbnb. And so the, you walk in the front door and the kitchen's immediately to the left and there's a bar area with some bar stools, which I happened to be sitting at. Nicole was somewhere in the vicinity. vicinity. And um, I think one of y'all had texted me, do you want to see it? And I said, no, put it away and just hide it and I'll let you know when and or if I want to see it. Because um, I was really worried that, you know, I mean, a picture is so different to it in real oh, yeah. life. I was thinking, oh, I hope I'm always going to like it because this, this is all on us. <laughs> this just sounded like a conversation between a couple of high schoolers there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, fairly close. Do you want to see it? It looks different in a picture. You know, <laughs> and I had, I'll show you, Monty, you show you yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't told them this yet either, but I was like, as long as it's close. As long as, long as, it's, as it's blue. close. If Nicole's not thrilled with it, we'll, we'll replace it with something she likes more. Um, but so they came into the Airbnb, and so they walk in, and so Ian comes in, and I'm to his left at the bar counter. Nicole's somewhere in the vicinity. Sahar is somewhat giddy. And Ian tosses me my credit card across the bar, and I snatched it up like a thief and looked around praying to God Nicole didn't see that because what excuse do I have for why Ian... And I'd actually conjured up this whole idea in my head that Ian went to go get more beer, but then he didn't walk in with any beer. So why do I have? Why does he give me the credit card? And I was like, the elaborate tale I was prepared to tell in defense of Nicole's interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> and later on I told him, I said, you don't give me anything in front of her. <laughs> you don't understand they've been with her now for three weeks they understand but uh so they they had the ring and i and i had told them that somehow some way i had also conveyed that i didn't want to do it in barbados um i my and i envisioned making a proposal on the boat somewhere in the saint vincent and the grenadines which is so a place that none of us had ever been on a boat where none of us had ever been Outside of the uh, attachment to Pirates of the Caribbean, which we didn't understand at the outset what it was, it was just like, it's just going to have to be a gut feel. You know, I was like one of those guys that carries the ring around forever. Yeah, can you I know? just interject that? I was carrying the ring around. <laughs> that was scary. On a plane, on a speed. I had nightmares the night before thinking I'd knocked it into the sea. And oh my God, it was just awful. And I kept saying to him, when are you going to do this then? When are you going to... Will you just do it? Because I'm re getting really scared about this ring. <laughs> so we got up really early on Monday. David opens the box and Sahara's ring is inside. <laughs> <laughs> the placeholder. Yeah. We'd gotten up really early on Monday morning to fly over to St. Vincent. And um, I was tired. And I was a little shaky. And so I wasn't very sure of myself and sure of what I wanted to do. And we got in the car... And we went to the hotel and we dropped our bags off. And the we weather got, was awful in Burbank. The weather was oh. awful. And we got back in the car and we went to the marina and we got on the boat with Captain Rodney and First Mate Jordy. And uh, what was the name? What's the name of Kari's company? Give him a plug. She'll think about it. Mm. Interject when you get it. Um, but um, 
it took me a while to come out of my shell and the weather was awful and every time they were speeding between islands it was like all you could do is just sit there and get blown away by the, the the wind and the sea breeze and the rain and i was getting really scared because dave wasn't saying anything and i thought i've gone deaf <laughs> something's gone wrong here. something's gone wrong because he's not speaking and that never happens so i'm thinking i've gone deaf or they've had a big row and this is not happening <laughs> or i'm getting all these amazing things going on in my head because we're quite similar and i was thinking i kept saying to Ian, is he all right is he, yeah, those, is he those, all right? those first 20 minutes on that boat. The thing that is, was... is, David's sitting there doing the same thing. Like, am I all right? Am yeah. I all right? <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is, the only thing that if you'd have put me up to a lie detector at that moment about me and how I felt and everything that was going on, I, I probably was underestimating how I felt, whether I was hungover, whether I was tired or anything else. The only thing I knew was like, like I know I want to do this. I just, I just had, I wasn't feeling it. I well, wasn't feeling it. The thing is, is like before... In the previous, we talked about the previous episode when y'all, everything came about and Luke asked y'all to get married. You didn't have time to get those nerves. You didn't have time to make that decision. And I'm sure, you know, with y'all's first marriages, y'all felt the same exact way. And and this was you choosing it. You know, you're like, uh, you know, is this going to go right? You know, everything doesn't seem to be right right now. Is it the right moment? Do I, is this a sign? There's, you know, there's all these things. It was cold. It was miserable. Right, you, you got the sea spray hitting you. Every... I uh, wanted so that's what what David just wanted to make sure she was in her bikini. Yes, well, that's what it was. Pretty that's much. a ninety nine percent likelihood on an island. But it, <laughs> I, I wanted a good background. I wanted everything. I knew that Sahara would at at first. I knew there would be photos, but then I got these the idea, and and, and I got better through the day, and we're. We're making progress, and then we started to see a couple of significant islands for the movie, and the weather started to turn, and it got better and better. And then we stopped in this cove on this little um, island of French descent, Mayro, mm-hmm. yeah. Mayro, where we had lunch at the last bar before the jungle. Yes, yes. that's the name of the bar. The name of the bar. The yeah. last bar before the, the jungle. Bar before the it jungle. was incredible. It was yeah. such good food. Yeah, and we started to pick ourselves up some. And the sun was coming out and Nicole started to explore the island. So she got away from me again, which was a plus. And I, I had already, had I already told Rodney and Jordy that this was going to happen? Yeah. I'd already at some point gotten the opportunity to tell Rodney and Jordy that, um, my intentions were to propose to Nicole on the boat because long story short, we didn't give him the long story, but as a long story short, we've never actually had a, a legitimate proposal and I'm going to do the whole proposal one knee thing with Nicole. When the time comes, I'll let y'all know because I'd like you to kill the engine because Sahara's going to, at this point, I'd figure out that I wanted to make a little speech. Um, referencing the fact that I don't, I haven't made all of my own decisions. I mean, like even something as silly as this. I went to law school at SMU in Dallas, one of the most expensive law schools at its time because they gave me a scholarship. So, okay, scholarship, yeah, I'm going to go, right? You don't, yeah. That's not a choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just as, it's as simple as that and as frequent as that. So I'd let them know that the time was going to come, and I didn't, just didn't know. But we're on an you know, island of French descent, and Nicole's you know, French-Canadian descent, and she's exploring the island, and the sun is starting to come out, and the water was gorgeous. And we knew we had a long ride after this. And so Ian and I had lagged back some, and I said, okay, I'm ready to do it. He said, oh, I said, yeah, let me get the ring. And when we all get back on the boat, before we lift anchor and head off, I'm going to do it. 
And he goes, okay, I'll tell Sahar. And then Ian told me. I was like, right, 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 come on then. Let's get this going. Right, what are we going to do? And I'm getting, no, no, I was getting really excited. He was going, shut up. She's Meanwhile, I'm going wandering around. Yeah, she's climbing myself, trees. Yeah. She, she Fi- found... Finding this, signs that say, don't yeah. pass here. Now, yeah. this is pretty... I, I wanted think, to see the... Atla- there's a little spot where you was, see the Atlantic and the Caribbean. And I was, ju- yeah, I was just going to say, this is now the third time yeah. in your life that you have gotten a chance to stand somewhere and see the Atlantic and the Caribbean on the other side of something. Small island. You know, the one in uh, on our cruise last summer, Saint last Kitts. winter. St. Kitts. At St. Kitts. And then, of course, you know, the famous 12, uh, 12-foot bridge on Eleuthera. On Eleuthera. The glass window. And so now, and I didn't even know this, but on Mayro, there's a tree that you can climb up a little bit and you can see the Caribbean to your left and the Atlantic to your right. And this is the third time for you. So she went off exploring down that way. Meanwhile, I'm there ra- rounding up troops. All right, we're going to get on the boat. Don't start the engines. Sahara, you're going to sit over there on the table. In video, I'm going to tell them I want to make a speech. And uh, I'll have the ring. So I get the ring and I put it in my pocket. Uh, you didn't have first because it went in the Nike bag. In the rucksack. It? Right. Because you said, oh, put it in the rucksack. Oh my god! That's a backpack, Americans. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, and so I was panicking more, and I'm thinking, oh, now we're moving it. This is not going to go. After after Sahari had had nightmares the night before. Yeah, the first thing Nicole does when she comes back on board is go in, go into the rucksack. rucksack. (laughs) We think it's the backpack. backpack. Oh my god! But I'd already put it in my pocket. We don't know know how David done that. (laughs) Ian and I sitting there on the boat going. She's in the rucksack. David just David knows Nicole, but I, <laughs> but I but I was so paranoid. So it was so the ring was in a, a ring box, inside a jeweler's box with a bow on it. I did not remove the bow. I did not open the ring box. I didn't jeweler box. I did not look in the ring box. So it's like if if you uh, track us down, and I'm, I think Nicole will post this to Amazing Adventures, the video of the proposal. Yeah. You'll see that when I finally get to it. I'm fumbling around with it for like 10, 15 the, seconds. The longest ring box. Yeah, it's a ring shoes. inside of a ring box instead of a jewelry box with inside a of a bow <laughs> in my swimming suit pocket, which is not exactly, <laughs> you know, easy. To, yeah. And it's, yeah. So, uh, so Nicole got on the boat and uh, we didn't go anywhere and the boat doesn't start. And I said, um, I think I want to tell a story. And Nicole rolled her eyes and turned away from me. And, and so, Sahara said, "Oh, I have to film it. I'm going to film friend. it for my She'll friends. She'll never believe it. She'll never believe this man can tell these stories. Yeah, because that was my script. He told me. He told me that's what I have yeah, to say. That, <laughs> that, that the folks back in the uh, UK can't believe there's a storyteller like who me. would surprise that a lawyer would give someone a script? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, "Oh, I'm going to film it." And so we we started. Uh, I started talking, and I talked about the fact that so many of my decisions were not decisions I made on of my own accord. Um, and that, you know, I wanted to spend my life with somebody who was just crazy enough, almost as crazy as me, you know, um, the cruise, a little bit of a foreshadowing, right? The cruise last Christmas where we met Ian Sahara, honest to God, we went on one of the most fantastic, incredible cruises of our life. We saw six incredible Caribbean islands. We met dozens of amazing, amazing people and two of our closest best friends. We were on that boat because I asked two questions. What is the island of Dominica and how do you get there? I asked that question in June of 2022 and in December we were on a boat to Dominica. That's why we were on that boat. That's it. That's it. And so that's one. And then, you know, again, 
Nicole made it all happen. I asked those two questions. Nicole got us on that boat. I asked the question, well, if we're going to Barbados for a week, where could we go from there? And I found uh, St. Vincent and the Grenadines and asked if it was possible, and Nicole made it possible. So as part of my speech, I was saying that I wouldn't want to be with somebody who says what I think I want to do is crazy and poo-poos it and it never happens. I want somebody who goes, and pardon my French kids, you're fucking crazy and makes the crazy happen. And did we do, have we done the Bonaire? Not yet. Okay. So no, one more foreshadow. We went to Bonaire for a day from Aruba. Three different people from three different countries told us we were crazy to do that. Nicole made it happen. I'm like, you know, hey, what about this? And Nicole makes it happen. So I wanted her to know in a place where nobody would think to go, nobody would do this. This is just crazy. She made it happen. I wanted her to know that I only want to be with her for the rest of my life because um, she lets my crazy live. And then and she makes it her own and expands on it. So I, I told this speech, and in the middle of it, I did have to turn to her, as has been pointed out on Facebook a few too many times. said, hey, why aren't you paying attention to me? <laughs> she, she well, I actually had turned my back and... I knew, noticed they hadn't started the engine, so I told the captain, this is going to be a long story. Because I thought, like, well, he'd go ahead and start the engine and get going. <laughs> I did not, like, I didn't know what was happening. And then finding out afterwards that the captain knew the entire time what was going on as I'm telling him, it's going to be a long story. So at the dawn of my funny. little... He's like, you have no idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I concluded my little story talking about how the fact that I could only be with somebody who could take my crazy, run with it, and make it come true in such a phenomenal fashion, that it was my choice to be with her and that I hoped she would choose to be with me again. And I dropped down on one knee on a boat in a cove off a French... Settled. Uh, French settled island in the Grenadines and asked her to marry me with a ring I had not seen till she saw it. (laughs) True story. And I said yes. And she did say yes. And you did say marry me again. Yeah. I know. That's good. And I did, I think I did whisper, I think before Sahara cut the video off too, I think I whispered, you don't have to wear it all the time. You You did did. say that. You can hear it. (laughs) (laughs) You did. So when's the date? <laughs> Listen, the we- the wedding was eight years ago. I I figure I've got sixteen to go on the on the on the second wedding. Um, I mean, for me, in a nice point of view, I mean, we only met these guys, you know, on a boat, and we clicked. It, Dave and I are very similar. In fact, he told me that I was a female version of him. I'm not quite sure where I'm going with that, really. But to then be asked it means you're scary. but then to be asked to do to be involved in something as intimately beautiful as that i mean was incredible for us wasn't it and to be able to keep a secret yeah yeah i mean we we're very good at secrets dave dave we we, i'm very good at secrets so yeah yeah i'm not (laughs) So I, I'm the secret girl. The one thing about David and Nicole, though, is that when they do make friends, they are friends for life. Yeah. They, you know, it's, they have your back. They'll be there if you need them. And, and you know, it, it doesn't matter how many times you've hung out and been together. I think that'll become apparent when they tell the story of the, uh, the 2022 Christmas. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and um, Ian and Sahara have listened to the podcast and Sahara said, oh, 
are we collectibles? <laughs> I know. I was so excited about that. We're collectibles. Went, what do you mean there's other people like us? <laughs> <laughs> One of the really funny parts of the story, too, is that um, somehow, someway, I had managed to tell... Um, we had a steady cab driver the whole time in Barbados, Ken. Eh. And, and Ken knew about this. Mm. But also, the bar that we were not going to get drunk at, but ended up... do We did get drunk at... Is call is the bar at the Lone Star Saloon and Hotel in Barbados, and so here I am, like I'm oh, Mr. Texas, you know. I, at the Lone Star. At, at the, the Lone, Lone Star. Star, and we got to know Carrie from uh, Trinidad mm-hmm. Tobago, the bartender. At some point in time, we had every bottle of rum on the bar. We were sampling rums. We just got so hammered, and the bar, the, all this bar staff was coming over, and they're like, "Oh, you guys are fun. We like you guys. Hang out with us." And um, they were playing Christmas music very popular normal christmas music and uh we were singing now ian's a lot more discreet than me and at some point apparently we were asked to stop singing so loud but the bar bar staff loved it uh absolutely and at some point i managed to tell all of them and uh we went back that was saturday night the proposal was monday we got back to barbados tuesday and wednesday afternoon wednesday night we had our own private little special christmas dinner back at the lone star and I was curious to see if they'd let me back in, which they did. But um, even the folks at the Lone Star were coming to the Thank table you. and saying, hey, I want to see the ring. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was and a little crazy. Ken as well. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, and by the way, the um, Rodney and Jordy, um, they were our captains with Island Fever Tours. That's owned by Carrie. Yeah. Yeah, they were, like, was next they were really, guys. really good. Absolutely. Brilliant. So if y'all go down there, check out Island Fever Tours. Yes. Right. Ask for Rodney and Jordy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were fantastic. Awesome. And they had to they had to take a whole use a whole wheelbarrow to get our empties off of the boat. You're not supposed to say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but can we edit that one? Yeah, we'll edit that one. <laughs> no, we won't. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, does anybody else have some final thoughts before I offer mine? No, I uh, accept. I thank you guys again for. Yeah, I couldn't have done it without you. It was a pleasure to be a part of it. Yeah, I appreciate it that. It's something that the four of us will always have, and um, it. I think it was the proposal that befits Nicole. Mm, here, here. Thank you. And I'm going to piggyback that and say I think the day was the most befitting day because as you just sat there and described the day, David, I thought what a what a perfect representation of what your relationship was. It started out a little grim. It started out with the sea breeze hitting your face and the wind and not knowing if everything was going to work out okay. To each moment by moment, it got better and better. And I think from the story that we heard in last episode, that that's a perfect example of y'all's relationship. It started out on a little grim footing, but each day it's gotten better and better. Well, thanks, Josh. That's... That's good. Yeah. Then we had the bumps on the way back. (laughs) I didn't have have a voice. She always could have still have bumps along the road. Well, I didn't have a voice on the way back. Yeah, she was squealing all the time. That was painful with all those beers on the way back as well. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that was an awesome episode. We look forward to the next one. And guys, thank you all so much for joining us all the way from the UK. You're welcome. Lovely to have us. Thank you. All right. See you all next time.